price ten dollars, since you can't guarantee that she won't buck. Why, Miss McGuire, the hostler's tone was clearly indignant. No horse is foolproof. If you were raised up round him like you said you were, you know that. Nancy laughed. She had been raised on a horse farm, and if it was one thing she knew, it was good horse flesh. Her father bred both saddle horses and draft horses, and everything Moses said was absolutely true. There were no foolproof horses. But she also knew the tactics that horse traders used back in Amherst, Massachusetts, and everywhere else for that matter. She wasn't above using them now in order to get this horse. How many offers have you had for this mare, Mr. Moses? She continued doggedly. How many more do you think you'll get? She's clearly too spirited for just anybody. He hem-hawed again. Well, now... I, I I I don't rightly remember how many offers I've had, but horses, good or bad, are getting scarce as hen's teeth in this town, and somebody will come along willing to pay the full price. And how soon before she eats up the $10 difference in hay? Maybe she already has. He kicked at a tuft of straw with a worn-out boot and rubbed his grizzled beard with a hand that curved as if perpetually gripping a pitchfork handle. Dang it! Miss McGuire, you drive a hard bargain. All right, I'll let you have her for your price. But don't come running back here wanting me to refund your money if she dumps you on your full head. Don't worry, Mr. Moses. I won't. Ain't you gonna ride her before laying your dollars down? Nancy considered it for only a moment. She could tell by the mayor's confirmation that she would ride smooth and that she could run fast. The question was, of course, whether she would try to buck, and if she did, whether Nancy could stop her. Nancy was a good rider, but her father's horses had been expertly broken and trained so that none of them bucked. I found nothing else in this town but skags, Mr. Moses. Few alternatives await me. Moses nodded, agreeing wholeheartedly. Damn place is picked clean to the bone. Never seen so many people and critters heading west in my born days. By God, it looks like a stampede a coming down on us. Worst part is, now that it's started, there probably ain't gonna be no end in sight. You could very well be right, Mr. Moses. Now, I don't want to get caught in the stampede, so could you please tell me where I might find Colonel Joseph Ballinger Childs? I understand he's heading up the company bound for California. "'My golly! If you ain't as spirited as that mare!' He shook his head in utter bemusement, lifting his ratty hat and reseating it on his head. "'Going to California alone! A fine genteel lady like you! Good upbringing! I swear, I ain't never heard of such a thing! I'd say that maybe you've already been dumped on your head a time or two. Nancy had heard similar remarks by scores of people— too many times over the past six months to be offended by this. She knew he was curious about why she was going to California alone, and he was hoping she'd tell him, but she had decided that it was best to let people wonder, to let them think up their own deep, dark motivations for her insanity. They never understood the truth anyway. Her laughter trilled up into the barn's high loft. Well, she prodded, do you know where I can find Colonel Childs? He shook his head again. Crazy, I swear. He's up the street and just outside of town, by a mile. His wagon got bogged in the mud and broke an axle, and he's been out there trying to fix it. Uncommonly wet spring, 
and I'm beginning to wonder if we all ought to think about building arcs. Anyway, Childs had to come to town to buy a new axle. I hear that him and that friend of his, Billy Baldridge, are fixing to load up machinery for a mill they're going to build in California. How they ever plan to get a load like that over those Sierra Nevada mountains is beyond me. Heard those mountains reach right up to heaven, and so dang cold at the top the snow never melts. Why, there ain't even been a road found over them, from what I hear. I'm sure someone will find one eventually, Mr. Moses. Where there is a will, there's a way. He sent another stream of tobacco juice into the straw. <laughs> That's the problem with you young people. You're always sure of things you don't know nothing about. But maybe being crazy is a prerequisite for going to California. He eyed her skeptically again. Sure, Pierce.